Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank and praise God all the way from Faith Temple Lighthouse, 7000 Bennett Street, Homewood, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We want to thank God for all those that will be listening, all those that will see this live, all those that will hear this on an audio, video, and whatever avenues we can come into your life and give you the word of God. Um, I thank God for this week. God has been great. He is greatly to be praised. Um, again, I want to take the time as we move closer to the election. This is important to our walk, to our lives, to our future, not just my future, but your children's future. This is very serious. And the word of God speaks about it when it says that this is um, wicked times and there's spiritual wickedness in high places. Okay. And as the church is the foundation of God, we have got to bring down those foundations. We have got to tear those down through prayer, fasting, and believing in God, that he will bring forth the anointing and the power to go forward in this country. So injustice and abuse and the things that happen that are not right can be rectified and corrected. They need to be corrected. But the, through our platform, the house of God, the household of faith, we must come together. We must fight. We must fight. Saints of God, this is fighting time. Fighting time. We must fight the good fight of faith. Now, the Bible says, don't be a brawler, and thou shalt not kill. So we physically cannot go into a battle. But my God, the word of God said it cuts like a two-edged sword. Hallelujah. And when it says that, I think it means that it cuts to destroy, and when it comes the other way, it heals and replaces. Hallelujah. Because I am complete in him. And whatever he does, he does it completely all the way through. So that's what I think my Bible and my God does. So I just want to speak to everybody, not my political platform, but I'm using my voice from the word of God as a pastor, preacher, teacher, a called man of God to let you know these are dark, perilous times. Do not be fooled. Huh? Don't let the devil blind your mind and your eyes to think that this something is really sinister not going on when it really is. This is wicked time, saints. Wake up, but just don't wake up. Get up and pray. If he wake you up, get up and pray. Huh? We don't have the answers. God does. I don't have the resolution to your problems, but God does. So thank God for allowing me that, that little bit of time to inject that about my feelings in regards to this situation. We must come together. We must fast and pray so that the power of God can go out into the atmosphere where two or three are gathered. He is in the midst. Huh? I just need two or three. Huh? We, and, 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 and we can do some damage. Huh? We can get God to change some things. Huh? We can get miracles to happen. You know, I listen to a song every morning when I walk my dog. It's open door season by, by, by dear hat, by, by Hatton. And I believe in that. He said, if you open up a window, I'll take that too. Huh? If you open up the doors, I'm going to follow you through. Hallelujah. If God opened up a door for you, we got to walk through that. Don't be fearful to walk through the door. Be ready. Be ready. As the Navy always taught me, we are ready one. Ready one. What does that mean? I'm ready 
So when the call comes, I only got one thing to do, and that's go and do what I'm supposed to do. Huh? I'm not getting ready. Be ready. Be ready. Huh? Don't get ready. Be ready. Huh? Because if I'm, if I'm ready, then I'm ready to go. There's no hesitation. So be ready. Be ready. Get ready. Get your mind ready. All right. Praise God. Truly thank and praise God. Let me pray. Grace eternal Father, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify your name. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you've done. Bless and anoint this service. Use this lips of clay to speak your will only and to give the people the food that they need, that they will grow and nourish by it and stand up strong on their feet and go forward in power and anointing. Lord God, you said you'll make us the head and not the tail. We're about to go up. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. That's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the tail. Don't, don't try to make me the tail. Huh? Y'all don't hear me. Don't try to drag me along. Huh? Make me think that I have no significance in this. And you stick me in the back somewhere and act like I'm not there. No, 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 no. My God said, I'm going to take you from the tail to the head. Huh? I'm going to take you higher in God. So don't let nobody make you a tail. Huh? Don't let nobody place you down beneath them. Don't let nobody put you under their feet to walk on top of you. Huh? To talk about you. Huh? Don't let them do that. God didn't create you for that. Every good thing come from above. And I came from God. I don't know what you want to claim you came from, but I came from God. I came from a supreme being. Huh? Had to come through a lot of stuff to get here, Pastor. But I got here. So if I'm here, then I want to go forward from here. You're not going to drag me through anything and make me feel like I'm insignificant. I'm a man and a child of God, called by God, ordained by God, appointed by God, positioned by God. Nobody in here can I die for. No one here can you die for me. God did all that for us to make me free. Who the Son set free is free indeed. I'm free by the power of God. One of my favorite scriptures is in Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. And then I'm also read just for some enlightenment. Uh, Amos, the, uh, the ninth chapter, verse 14, and then Psalms 51. So I'll go to Amos first just to give some, some strength to my text, my text and my scripture. It said, I will bring again the captivity of my people of Israel, and they shall build the waste cities and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and drink wine thereof, and they shall also make gardens and eat the fruit of them. Amen. I wanted to read that because God has given you the ability to be built back up. Okay? And in that, he wants you to do things to become fruitful. Not looking for a government handout. Huh? Not looking for that. But if I do the work and I ask God to bless it, the fruit will come forward. Huh? If I do the work, bless it, and then ask God to anoint it, the fruit will come forward. Huh? Let me give you an example. I put a, I'm putting a patio in the back of my house, okay? 
Now I put some soil down around the patio to fill it in. Try to make it look nice. Okay. But I didn't put any seed in there. Huh? So no grass grew in it. Do you know that when you don't take care of that, weeds will come into that area? So you just can't build and walk away. You have to nourish and do the things that are right to build the vineyard. So God wants to build you up so that you can be fruitful and your, your, your vineyard can grow from there on. Okay, That's just my encouraging text. That God does not plan to leave you where you are. God does not plan to leave you there. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So now give me a second here. We're going to go to um, Ezekiel. Praise the Lord. All right. Ezekiel 37 chapter. Everybody have it? says, the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he carried me out in the spirit and set me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones. Don't be hindered by your position. Don't be hindered where God places you. Don't, don't let that deter you from where God puts you. That doesn't mean you stay there because you're there. That's just a place that God carried you. He said the spirit did what? Took him out there. So if the spirit is leading me, there's a purpose from me being in this valley with these bones. There's a spiritual reason. Huh? There's a reason why I'm there. It's not that God led you there to punish you. But there's a reason why God brought you there because you have something to offer where you're going. You have something to give that God wants to put through you in the place that he's taking you. Okay. I don't like valleys. I wouldn't want to be around things that are full of bones. And there's things that God has placed you in situations that you do not want to be around right now. But there is a purpose for you being there. There is something that has to come out of it. Don't leave until the Lord tells you to go because there's a blessing in the midst of it. You can't see it right now. It don't feel like it, but you have to be patient and wait on the Lord. Be patient in what? Good courage. So now he said the spirit led me there. And caused me to pass by them round about and behold, they were very many in an open valley. And lo, they were very dry. Okay? There were many. There are many things around you that have no life in it. Hmm? There are many things that come in your path that don't have any spiritual life in it. And there are many of them. And they are very dry. Meaning they have no spiritual awakening. They have no spiritual walk. Huh? They'll cuss you out in a minute and think nothing of it. Because their foundation is not on God. It's dry. That's what this, that, now, this is about the children of Israel and their spiritual um, lack thereof. That's what this really is the depiction of. Okay? But I'm trying to make it applicable to life today. 
Because there are a lot of things around us now. But what is going on in this society where things are dying all around us? Democracy is dying all around us. Freedom is trying to die all around us. Huh? And God is leading the church into this valley. God is leading the household of faith into this valley. He allowed this to happen. Nothing goes on without God knowing about it. Don't act like God don't see nothing that's going on. That's why I started with this. There's spiritual wickedness in high places. But he said, I'm going to tear down the mountains and make the crooked way straight. Hallelujah. But we got to be in it for him to do it. Oh, now he can do it by himself. I don't mean to say it like that. But he wants to use the church of God, the people of God, so they can see the power of God here on earth. So he said there were very many in an open valley. When I think about open, just spread out. All over the place. Huh? Not just in a pile right here. In a pile right here, and then another pile over here. But I have bones everywhere. There is sin everywhere. There are problems everywhere. There are situations, circumstances everywhere. So it's open. Now you can look at open and see many in fear. Right? Or you can see open and many. And see a challenge. Huh? I've always said and I have learned over the course of my life. There are people that see and do. And there are people that see and don't. Then there ain't no in between. Either you see it and you do it. Or you see it and you walk by it. Then there ain't no in between. Huh? Oh, well, I didn't understand what I should do. Huh? Well, then call somebody. There's one body, one faith, one Lord, one baptism. But there are many members that have different gifts and talents that we can use to get through things. If you don't understand something, get on your knees and pray. If you want to talk to somebody, call somebody because they might have something to give you for understanding. But just don't look at the bones, look at them open and say, oh, my God, what am I going to do? It can become overwhelming. So the spirit led you here in an open valley full of bones. But the description is not just bones. They were very dry. Now that indicates to me that they had been there for a while. Huh? Some people been dry for a long time. Hallelujah. Huh? Just walking through. I don't want to be dry. Oh, hallelujah. I don't want to be lukewarm. I want God to set me on. I, I want, like I said, Jeremiah, like fire shot up in my bones. Hallelujah. I, I, want, I want to catch fire. Hallelujah. In the Lord. I want the Lord to, hallelujah, anoint my soul so that the power of God, hallelujah, can be spoken through me that it may reach those that are lost and very dry. This is not about me or you. This is about those that are dying in sin. They don't know how to get out of it. That's why they're dry. They've been there for so long. 
they don't know which way to go. It's open. It's so open and everything's clear, but they still don't know what direction to go. The church has to be the light to lead them out of the dark, dry place. We have to be the church, the house of God, the power, the anointing, the voice of God, so that they can get up and get out of their dry space. He didn't send you there for you. It's not about you. It's about helping somebody else. Huh? And it's just one person. Right? Look at this. Sometimes you got to... Now look. May not want to go alone. Huh? But this is just one prophet. One place with many bones. So he says here, And he said unto me, Son of man, now I'm going to ask you this, those that's listening. Have you ever heard God speak to you? Huh? I've heard that voice. Huh? I've heard that voice. God speaks. Huh? Once have you spoken. Twice have I heard you. Why, Sister Long? Because sometimes we just stubborn. Let me walk on that for a minute. <laughs> Let me just position myself right there. So God said, I know. I'm sorry, so long. I know she ain't hear me the first time. <laughs> so I got to make it go hit off the universe. <laughs> Give her time to hit. Let her feel that first one. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let her go and talk to herself, walk around the kitchen. Am I preaching to you, Sister Law? <laughs> Slam the pot down or two. Then I'll come back by the time she's ready. Hallelujah. She'll receive it. Huh? Yeah, the first, the first one we don't like, Sister Lisa. I ain't picking on the women. I'm sorry. I, I'll go to Brother Ken. The first time we hear it, we don't want to receive it. Huh? We don't want to hear it. Don't think I'm worthy to do it. Can't believe God is calling me or chose me to do it. So I don't do what God tell me to do right away. Ain't anybody been there? Huh? Am I preaching? Huh? So God, again, he sends it. <laughs> and it goes away for a minute. Oh, but it's coming back. <laughs> I would hope and I beseech you, my brethren. That you would not be in the same place when it came the first time that when it comes back. I would hope that you had went a little bit forward because it's coming back again. Because once has he spoken it, but twice have you heard it. Yeah. Huh? Going to lead me to some valley with some very dry by. I ain't going out there. Huh? What about Isaiah? What about Amy? Well, where are they all at? Where are all the other prophets at? Why you choose me? That's why it comes back. Because you wasn't ready for it the first time. Oh, you thought you were. You, you was hawking a sign with the best of them. Till that word hit you. Huh? 
Let the word do the work. See, that's nothing. Saints of God, don't, don't burn yourself out in this, in this world today. Put the word on it. Put, put the, I'm learning to put the word on it and walk away. I, I said, now listen, this is what I said. I am learning. I ain't completely scholared it. <laughs> I am learning how to put the word on it and walk away. Not my will. Thy will be done. That is not the easiest thing to do. My wife has to tell me to be patient. I'm not patient. I don't have time for it. So I think. <laughs> huh? My kids erode and erase and dilute all my patience. <laughs> but I'm learning to put the word to the situation and walk away. Huh? Oh, how do I know I'm getting better at it? Because the last time I went to the doctor, she said, oh, your blood pressure is staying down. Yeah. Huh? See, I'll give you physical proof in just case you don't, you ain't there yet. You might still be on milk, so I'm going to give you a little milk and a little bit of meat, sprinkle it and make it all right. Huh? Yeah. Let the word do it. Stop trying to do it. The word's about to work in this valley. Through you. Huh? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now, real quick, let me give you this. I'm going to go back. Verse 8 of the 50th chapter or 51st chapter of Psalm. I wanted to read the 1 through 8. You, you can write that down. Or I'm sorry. Verse 7, excuse me, verse 7. Uh, yeah, I'm going to read verse 7, but you, I was going to go 1 through 8, okay? Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Anything we do, we got to get purged first. Oh, no, you was baptized 10 years ago. You, you ain't nothing wrong with you now. You done spoke in tongues, and you're healed. No, you need purged on a daily basis. Huh? Uh, Romans can confirm that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Okay? Now, I don't know what all mean to you, but I know what it means to me. I look for all first when I'm looking to go on vacation, all inclusive. <laughs> that means everything. So nobody is exempt from falling short of the glory of God. But he still wants to use you in the midst of sin around you. You don't have to be perfect to be used. But you do have to be purged for the process. Am I making sense? Okay. All right. So here we are. He says, son of man, can these bones live? Now, God is asking a human person a divine question that you really don't have the answer to. By faith, you can speak it and say, Lord, I believe. 
So here we go. Do these bones live? And he answered, oh, Lord God, thou knowest. See, because you don't really know what God is doing. You don't know what he's, you don't know why he's asking that question. But in the midst of that, he asked you, do you believe that these bones can live? I want to jump to the New Testament where he asked the blind men, it's according to what? Your faith. If you believe you can see, then you will. If you believe these bones can live, then they will. But he said, Lord God, thou knowest, because God is omnipresent. Huh? Before he does what he's about to do, he already knew it was going to happen. Huh? He's just waiting for you to wake up and realize it. Huh? He's just waiting for you to see it. He already know. You need to know. I need to know. We need to know. He already knows. He said, Lord, I don't know. I, I, I know you're God. I know you've done great things. But you have brought me to a place that I don't know nothing about. Saints of God, I've never been in a country like this. I've seen it on TV. Third world countries. But now it's right here. The attempt to do that is right here. Now we're in it. Seeing it and being in it are two very different things. And they require very different approaches to that situation. Do you believe they can live? And the Lord said, and I will lay sinews upon you and bring up flesh upon you to cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live let me say this whatever's dead around you god's about to bring it to life huh oh hallelujah whatever was dead around you whatever door looked like it was closed and it was locked before you hallelujah but god is about to put some life into that situation hallelujah but today you got to be purged hallelujah with his up so that he can wash you to get you ready for the work and the task that is at hand so i'm about to put a cover on this i'm about to fix this somebody say fix it lord Huh? God about to fix this. All these issues, all these concerns, all these bones, God about to fix. Huh? Oh, he, 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 about, he just led you here so he can show you who he is. Maybe there was some doubt in your walk with God. Maybe there was some uncertainty in your walk with God. Maybe there was some, uh, some, something that wasn't clear in your communication with God. But God is about to show you who he is. He said, now I put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. Hallelujah. I dare you to speak to it. Huh? I dare you. I, I, I spent a sermon on that one. Speak to it. Speak to it. Open your mouth. Hallelujah. Give God some praise. Claim it by faith, but speak to it. He said, I spoke to it as I was commanded. He said, I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
when God speaks, don't go no more. Things have got to move. Hmm? Right, now, now remember, this is very dry. Hallelujah. But it's about to come to life. Hallelujah. Because God is reaching beyond what you know. Hallelujah. And grabbing and bringing forth something you've never seen before. So he said, as I was speaking, the noise came. Uh, God is just waiting for you to open your mouth to speak with faith, with power, so that what was dead, God can bring it back. Hallelujah. To where it is. So he said, as I was speaking and prophesying, there was a noise. Behold, a shaking. Somebody say, shake it up, Lord. Shake it up, Lord. See, God about to shake up some things in your life. Huh? Oh, he didn't lead you to a dry valley for nothing. He didn't lead you around uncertainty and all around you for nothing. But he wants you to speak to what you don't know. Speak to what you don't understand. Speak to what you can't see and believe and watch God come forward out of things that should not be alive. That should not. Let the spirit go before you into the atmosphere and watch God bring those things that you said, they said, he said, she said would not happen. And God bring it. There was a noise and a shaking. And the bones came together. Bone to his bone. Now you can't sit there and put everything together because you don't know where it go. Remember, there's a lot of bones. Stop trying to figure it out. That's what it's saying. Let me translate. Stop trying to lose, use your limited mind, understanding, wisdom, and knowledge to put this thing together. Huh? Because my thoughts oh, hallelujah. are not your thoughts. And my ways are not your ways. Put the word to it and watch it work. Huh? So he said, he says, he said, he said, and they started to come together. You don't know why people were broken. You don't know why. Now, I'm not saying God don't give you insight. Because if you minister to somebody, God can tell you. Huh? God can tell you things. God can show you things. But what I'm saying is that when you're in the midst of multiple things going on around you, you don't know all the problems. That's not for you to figure it out. That's for you to speak the word. Ask God to give you the word to speak in that situation. Then the word will hit what it needs to hit and work on what it needs to work on. I'm not a PhD, doctor, practicing medicine. My kids asked me a question yesterday because one of my friends in the Navy said that he had a heart transplant. And he said, well, did he actually die? And I said, I don't think so, but I'm not a surgeon. I've never been in the medical field. I've never been in it besides going for certain mild surgery for myself. So I don't know. But we have a surgeon that lives around the corner. Maybe one day let's ask him. He's got knowledge of that. That's where I get back to my thing where if, so, if you don't know something, go seek it out. Be inquisitive. So you know what word to apply to what situation. But I don't know. I don't know what happens to his heart. I know they cracked the chest open. Don't ask me beyond that. I don't know what goes on. 
My job from there is to pray. Lord, let there be a bomb. Let there be healing. Protect the, the man on the bed. Cover the man on the bed. Give knowledge to the doctors that operate and all those that are involved. So let the word heal the land. Let the word spoken by you from God fix it. Okay, let me go on. And I prophesied as commanded, and I prophesied and there was noise. Behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. God knows exactly where it goes. All the again, all these bones. Now, if I if I now if I do understand it right, a very dry bone should be able to cr crunch or be broken in your hand. Some people are so brittle. Oh, hallelujah! If you touch them too hard, hmm, they will break. Huh? Because of what they've been through. They're just waiting to break. They're just waiting to break. See, but my God heals. Huh? This is supposed to be gentle as a dove. See, he can shake everything around it, but not destroy the bones that are fragile. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Huh? Let me do that again. He can shake the ground and bring the noise. But the brittle things, he still can be delicate and big enough, strong enough, but careful enough that he doesn't break anything. Y'all get that? Huh? He's shaking stuff. Bones are dry. Very dry. But somehow they come up together. And they attach themselves where they belong. Let me say this. Stop trying to attach yourself to where you don't belong. That's a whole nother message. Oh, hallelujah. Don't, don't, don't attach yourself to something that you don't belong to. God is not a fool. Huh? Don't attach yourself to something that doesn't belong to you. If it don't fit, walk away. Try the spirit by the spirit. So while God is shaking the whole valley, the bones are coming together. Can you imagine that? These are many bones. And God is calling each bone to attach to each other. Huh? Simultaneously, he's speaking. That's many voices from one entity. God can speak to you in any language, any form, shape, or fashion. While he's speaking to me. And we can all hear him. At the same time. To do the will of God. In the same situation. So he's calling them together. He said, I prophesied and the bones came together. And when behold lo the sinew and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them above. But there was no breath in them. Now. The people are walking around. Not having any breath. No life. Saints of God. Huh? Have you been there? Just walking aimlessly through life. Not knowing what your purpose is. What your call is. Huh? You're doing what other people tell you to do? 
huh? following bad leads, leading you down holes and ways that now you don't know how to get out. But God is the way, the truth, and the life. He's going to bring this deadness to life. And he's going to put breath in it. And it's going to live. He said, then I prophesied again. Let me say something to you. Don't be afraid to speak the things more than one time. Huh? Oh, that's not good enough for you? Lazarus, come forth. Huh? Was he done with Lazarus? No. What did he have to do next? Speak again. Loose him. Let him go. Huh? Sometimes you got to speak more than once. Don't be afraid to speak twice to something. It look crooked. Stand up straight. You can speak to it more than once. So he said they started to come together, but they had no breath. To all those that listen, if you feel like you can't breathe, God will breathe the breath of life in you and encourage you with hope and peace and joy. As it says in Psalms 50 or 51 verse 8, make me to hear joy and gladness. Uh-huh. Turn your station. If all you hear is despair, negativity, you need to listen again. Tune into God so that you can hear the joy of the Lord as he speaks. So he said, I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came into them and they lived. Let me go back up. Let me go to verse 9. He said, then he said, prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind. Don't you know you can speak the things on God's behalf? On God's behalf, you can speak to something. Don't take that lightly. If you stand on this, don't take it lightly. Lord, open up a door for him. Lord, open up a door for her. Lord, close the wrong doors for them. Huh? You can speak that. You can speak that. So he said, I prophesize. Is he, is he, is he commanded me. And breath entered into, the, into, the, into them. They became a living soul. And stood up on their feet. It is an exceedingly great army. What looked weak. Huh? Let the weak say that I, I'm strong. <laughs> what looked weak. What was full of despair, what was full of doubt, if you prophesy over it, God will raise it up and it will become stronger than what it was before. Just because it looks dead, huh? Don't mean that it is. If God has commanded you to go and speak, go and stand, Huh? He placed him there for a reason. He's got you there for a reason. Don't like it. Don't accept it. Don't want to do it. But you're there. And like I said, God is going to purge you. So you can do his will. His way. Not your way. Sean's way will mess it up. But the Lord's way will fix it. And then he goes on to telling what the bones are. 
See, sometimes God don't give you the full understanding until after he sees your faithfulness. He told him, this is the house of Israel. Now he knows what it was for. Now you understand. Remember the oldest, oldest saints say, you'll understand it better by and by. Anybody ever heard that from some older saints before? <laughs> huh? You'll understand it better by and by. You don't need to understand now. You just need to walk by faith and not by sight. Don't keep looking at it. Don't keep looking at it. Keep believing in it. Keep believing. Keep believing. It looks this way today. It'll look different tomorrow. It looked this way today again. It'll look better tomorrow. Huh? When I'm doing it, I'm moving closer to God. Huh? I'm trusting more in him and not trusting in myself. Huh? Ain't nothing changed, but it's, I'm still believing that. Lord, it's going to change tomorrow. Still like that? Uh, it's going to change tomorrow. Still like that? It's going to change. I got to believe God all the way through the process. I may not always accept it, but I have to believe it. I'm just trying to be real. Huh? Or raw as I call it. Real apostolic word. Huh? You got to be raw in this thing. Huh? Raw mean I ain't done yet. Huh? Apostolic because it's right. The word because it got power. Huh? Speak to those things. As God commanded you. Saints of God and let's not be fearful. In the things that are around us. But walk by faith. Huh? Remember. You're doing this for others as well as yourself. And in Psalm 51 said, purge me. Purge me. Cleanse me. Wash me. Prepare me. God is getting you ready to do a great work. And great work is needed in a time like this. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Huh? We have to set aside our differences. Let go of our envy. Get rid of our strife. Huh? Get rid of our jealousy, lust, and whatever else is in the flesh that messes with us. And prepare to be soldiers in the army of the Lord. Huh? When you sign up, you're going to be like sheep going before the slaughter. But know that God is able. And his word can reach you, direct you, teach you, lead you anywhere you go so that you can do a great work. And I'm going to cut off, but he said that we will do greater things. Huh? Is that what he said, Pastor? Greater? Greater? Did he say that, Pastor? Greater. Huh? You're supposed to be doing greater things. Huh? You're supposed to be. You were called to do greater things. You were called to do greater things. He, his expectation of you is to do greater things. Okay. Speak to those that are not, don't look alive. Speak to dead situations. Commanded by the prophecy of God. And believe that God is going to change it. Allow yourself to be purged. And you'll hear the joy and the gladness of the Lord. In Jesus name. May God bless you. May God keep you. And may God continue to smile upon you. Is our prayer in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord.